You're listening to media from University Lutheran Church and Student Center. We are a multi-generational, Jesus-centered community of Scripture, faith, and grace located in Tallahassee, Florida, on the campus of Florida State University. To learn more and to get connected to other resources, please visit universitylutheranchurch.org. We hope that the next few moments are a time when God speaks into your life by the power of His Holy Spirit about His Son, Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One who comes in order to forgive us and to form us into His body. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, are you David Yankee Town? Well, uh, you're probably not, except for one of you, because uh, David Yankee Town, his other name, his real name, uh, is David Wetherington. He's the guy who's going to be up here a little bit later on, and he's going to be confirmed up here. Uh, and, and the reason that I call him that is that when we first met at orientation here at, at Florida State, just over there at the Tucker Center, um, uh, David came to uh, one of our breakout sessions, which was called Navigating Your Faith at College, and, uh, and David came. And and, and we got to talking, and I, I put David's uh, name and number in my phone book. The, the thing was that I didn't either catch his last name or I didn't remember it, and, but what I did remember is where he said he was from. He said he was from this small little town in Florida called Yankee Town. And I said, wow, that's a crazy name. So I, I remembered Yankee Town, and he became David Yankee Town in my phone uh, pretty much uh, until just a little while ago. And I finally uh, turned it over and, and said, okay, now his name in my phone is going to be David Wetherington. But uh, th- there's a, since then, I've, I've gotten to know a lot about David. I've, I've gotten to know quite a few things about David, in fact. Um, I, I've gotten to know that uh, he, he plays ancient, and I mean ancient country music, uh, on cassette tapes in his pickup truck, um, I've, I've gotten to know that um, uh, he, he's got this interesting background with the city of Montgomery and um, uh, that, that he spent quite a bit of time um, going up there and, and coming back. I've, I've learned all sorts of different things about him and even more as we went through confirmation instruction together, uh, I've learned more and more about who David is. And, uh, and uh, so I, I kind of get to say that, that I know who David is, and, and uh, that's a part of the reason that David is going to be coming up here later on, and that he's going to be confirmed, is that I not only know sort of these odd, sort of random, trivial facts about who David is, but I also know the, the most important thing about David, which is that he holds the same faith that I do, that he holds this faith in who Jesus Christ is, that he believes that he is a sinful human being, and yet, even though he's a sinful human being, he has been redeemed by Jesus Christ, dying on the cross and raising again from the tomb. And that's a really important thing to know about David. Of course, I'm hoping that pretty much everybody else in this room also believes in that, uh, also believes those same, uh, same fundamental things about our faith. And yet, we're not all the same. Uh, you're not all David Yankee Towns. 
And, and, and that's really what the Apostle Paul is doing in this letter to the Corinthians. He's pointing out that while they share something so elemental uh, as the Holy Spirit, that's why he starts off the way that he does in this reading. He says that we have all been made to drink of the one Spirit that even though that Holy Spirit has been moving in all of our hearts, and that's the reason that you're here today, that you're not the same. And so he comes up with this great metaphor, this metaphor that a lot of times we sort of take for granted in, in the Christian church, because this metaphor of, of the body is something that we just sort of know. We, we sort of know, okay, well, this is Paul in that part of Corinthians where he says that, you know, some of us are ears and some of us are feet and some of us are hands and some of us are spleens and some of us are this or that. And we start to think about, okay, well, who are we in in the body of Christ. Who are we in the church? And as we, we, we kind of think through those things, some of those answers maybe start to appear to us. But the important thing that Paul is trying to point out here is, is not just exactly who we are, you know, if we're an ear or a finger or a toenail or whatever we might be, but rather that there's, there's something to the fact that we're all gathered together, but that we're all different. And so we don't all have to be David Weatheringtons. We don't all have to go out to our pickup truck later on and pop in a cassette tape of Johnny Cash or Waylon Jennings or somebody like that. We can live our lives in a different way because we don't all have to be David. We don't have to have the gifts that David have. We, we don't have to have the experiences that David has had, but rather we can have our own gifts and we can have our own experiences. And yet David can, cannot go to any one of us and say, well, because you're not a David, you are now no longer a part of this church, which is good, especially for me. <laughs> that all of us get to be different people. All of us can be the people that we are. And, and so in terms of what this congregation looks like, that's going to be clear as people come up today for this new member celebration. That, you know, that not everybody is going to be David. And yet, if everybody was a David, where would be Gary and Beth Seifert? Then if... if everybody was a David, then who would be Mara and who would be Emma and Emma? And even though they have the same name, they're different people. Who would be Lowry? Who would be Sydney? Hey, we all play our different roles in this local congregation, but we also play all of our different roles in the body of Christ. And it's amazing the way that God has done that. That God has come to us and that he has made us individually members of a whole. That he has made us individually, our weird idiosyncratic facts. He has incorporated those into his own body. And that's a part of what we Say it means that he came to us in Christmas, that he came to us in the incarnation, was that he didn't just 
come into this world in order to play act being a human, but rather he came into this world so that he could be a human. And by him being a human, take all of our humanity into himself. And so when Jesus comes into our world, he doesn't just come into our world in order to do certain things that we couldn't do on our own, but he does that. But he also comes into our world so that by coming into our world, he can take the Blakes and the Ruths and the Crickets and the Ands and the Bills and everybody and take them into himself. That's some of the beauty of this gospel reading that I just read. That when Jesus comes to his hometown, it's kind of interesting the way that the scene plays out because at first it seems like everybody in in his hometown synagogue is like, hey, look at our boy. Look at Jesus. He's like a rabbi now. Check him out. And Jesus actually flips the script on them. He, he, doesn't do, he, he doesn't allow them to turn on him. He actually sort of actively turns them against him by saying, well, doubtless you're going to quote to me this proverb. And in so doing, he makes them angry at him. And how does he make them angry at him? Well, he points out that he's not there for just one kind of person. He points out, I'm not just here for Nazarenes. I'm not just here for people from Capernaum. I'm here for people that are from all over. And he points out this historical reality that that has always been God's plan. That from the days of Elijah and Elisha, that God's plan has always been to take us, individual strange, quirky people and to make us people that are drinking from the one spirit that he has provided us. And he does that through announcing to us that those things that we have done wrong, those mistakes that we've made, those problematic things that we've done in our lives, those things that would otherwise keep us separated from the rest of the body, that those things, those things are erased so that we can have communion with him, but also communion with one another, that we can be a part of his body, but that we can be a part of his body together as a unit. And so today we rejoice We rejoice in the fact that David is being confirmed and is being brought into this expression of faith in a much clearer way in his life. But we also celebrate all of our newest members and rejoice in them that they're being brought into this congregation here in Tallahassee, Florida. But we also celebrate ourselves and rejoice in ourselves for the fact that we have been brought into the body of Christ by knowing that he has come into this world and has become a human so that he can embrace and include our wildly divergent 
humanity into himself. And so may you, this week, celebrate and rejoice that you are not a David Yankee town, except for you, David. But may you also rejoice that all of you, like David, have been brought into the body of Christ through his death and resurrection. Amen. Thank you for listening to this media from University Lutheran Church and Student Center. To learn more and to get connected to other resources, please visit universitylutheranchurch.org. If you would like to financially support more media from University Lutheran, please visit our website and click the Give Now button, which will enable you to engage in the Christian discipline of giving tithes and offerings to God through His church. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord lift up His face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Oh, Lord, no